Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Welcome to Asgard podcast, episode 274. My voice is not fully back yet from earlier in the week, though it is definitely a lot better than it was before. So thank you all very much for your patience as I was going through the healing process. I think finally actually uh, gargling some salt water ended up being one of the biggest benefits and helps to everything. So I'm feeling a lot better now. However, I am a bit frustrated and I am a bit frustrated today because right now, once again, my OBS slash Windows is having random issues. I set my system volume for my microphone to a certain level, and for some reason, every single time I switch, be- switch between scenes, it decides to change the level to whatever it wants. So I literally just did it again. I'm, I'm trying to set it to... I just did it again. I don't know why it has this control where it just randomly sets the microphone level to whatever it is that it wants to be. But it is driving me absolutely up the wall because I like consistency. I'm assuming that it must be some setting that I have on in OBS because that's the only thing that I can think of that would potentially have that issue. Because anything happening as far as uh, levels and anything should be happening directly in my interface. But who knows? Anyway, enough of that. Let's go ahead and say hello to some people in the chat. We got Buck 76 What's going on, Buck? Hello to you. Says, cannot wait. Odin, hope your voice is better. If not, channel Bane the whole time. Will listen. Well, thank you very much for that. Yeah, as I said, luckily, voice is not completely at 100%, but it is definitely a lot better. And the fact that it's been getting better even after days of lectures is a very, very positive sign. By the way, I do see that Bruce has been in the chat, and I do want to give a shout-out to him because I was able to stop by the P.O. Box. Uh, Today, I was not able to actually pick up packages that were too big for the P.O. Box, so one film was able to make it through, and it was a film sent by Bruce. And so I want to shout-out Bruce for sending me Automata, It's a film featuring Antonio Banderas. I have never seen it before, but the basic synopsis is as follows. In a future where Earth's ecosystem verges on collapse and man-made robots, I like to say robots, uh, robots, uh, roam the city, one man, Antonio Banderas, must evaluate and eliminate the profound consequences of artificial intelligence on human existence. And one of the things that he had in his note was how they use practical effects for the robots. And obviously, that is something I am always always very game for because practical effects are completely the way to go so again shout out to you bruce and thank you very much for saying that movie and there's three slips in my po box for other packages which i hopefully will be able to pick up sometime during the week Uh, let's see we got x meatball what's going on welcome to the channel matthew highland was here early what's going on matt highland we got father christopher miller hail to you father father it was awesome seeing you in uh, some of the videos and, and some of the pictures that have been posted on social media, I was following Quarter Black's. Uh, Quarter Black Garrett did a live stream over on Instagram, and 
as he was doing it, I remember seeing you in the background in one of it, and it was just awesome. It was really cool to see. So uh, I'm glad that you had a good time, and it looks like a bunch of people are. So if you happen to be either in Vegas or if you have been watching it all, uh, it's been really cool just to see this all happen. Really hope that they, because uh, I am I am not privy to. <laughs> All the plans, uh, very much. It's it's very much team slash club Vegas right now. If you're not in Vegas, you're not really <laughs> getting to know all the stuff that's being talked about. But just hearing all the things that I've been mentioning in the streams about future ideas and future plans, and obviously the desire to do future meetups as well. Uh, it seems that there is a chance that there will be a meetup in the Orlando area, either in six months to a year. Uh, that would obviously be very exciting for me because being in Tennessee, I'm a lot closer to that area, a lot easier for me to either drive so I could totally do a weekend um, uh, event if that was the need be if it happened during a time where I couldn't go for a longer period of time. My hope is my hope and my prayer is that there's some major event next summer, but during the actual summer here, some things that people in either the North or the West coast don't understand is that in the South, in the United States, schools start at the very beginning of August. And one of the reasons why this has been decided as such is because it gets incredibly hot in the South, especially, especially with all the humidity during those months. And so one of the factors, one of the many factors uh, to having a school start at that time is that we get out in May and then we don't have to worry about being in school for June and July, which are typically the hottest months out of the year. And then we get back in August and obviously it's still a little warm, but very quickly things cool off. And so that's one thing I think that people don't recognize. And so you're hearing and I'm hearing all these people uh, in general, like whether it's on the radio or on the television, and they're all talking about, you know, summer and summer ending and summer movies, like m movies coming out right now in August as summer films. And I'm like, these are not really summer movies. Summer movies are like end of May and then all of June and July. Th that is the summer movie season because... I, I Again, I know that it's different depending on where you are in the world. I know that it's different also depending on, on where you are in the country as well. But my hope is, as I said, next year in either June or July, preferably July, like early to mid-July, there's some type of event in, uh, in or the Orlando area or somewhere even closer because it would just be really fun to do one of those events and to be able to see everybody. I've only really, you know, as far as the Geeks and Gamers team is concerned... I've I've met Jeremy in person. He he drove to New Orleans, and there's some hilarious videos of my anxiety going off the charts for that. I then went to uh, Chicago's uh, Star Wars uh, convention, and I remember I was able to meet like Anna, that Star Wars girl, and Jesse Milestone, and and a few others as well. But a lot of the the big geeks and gamers team, because obviously the, the 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 team's grown just so much since that time. Like that was when I was one of the <laughs> I feel like that was when I was one of the not necessarily bigger names on Geeks and Gamers, but I was putting out my weekly box office videos and I had it like a, you know, a consistent slot. And now, obviously, we, we it just has grown so much and all the channels associated with Geeks and Gamers has also grown so much. So it would just be really cool to meet everybody in person. It's been very, I've been very jealous, I will admit. I've been very jealous to see all of the interactions of everybody and everyone hanging out. And so I really hope that there are other events planned in the future and that 
They can be a little closer by and also that they can uh, work with schedules that might be a little bit more difficult to work during months of August and, and other months like that. It'd be really cool to have, again, some type of, you know, meetup or several meetups planned during the months of June or July. Like, imagine if there was, like, a tour. Like, you know, even if it's just, like, a minor tour. Like, we're going to go to three different cities over the course of June and July. That could be awesome. Like, that would be so cool. Because then you could give more people ability to, to, to make it out. And I think one of the biggest things, too, with all of this is that I don't think anyone expected it to be as big as it is. And hopefully now that we we have this idea of how big it is and how big it can be, um, we can, you know, be able to provide a little bit more as well. Uh, Bruce, there he is, the legend. Thank you very much. Slice of Neons, welcome. Tina B, the Empress of the Universe, thank you for being here. She's watching EFAP. By the way, someone contacted me to say, by the way, EFAP is covering Suicide Squad, the rather, the Suicide Squad right now, and everything that you said that that they would probably talk about, they are talking about. Apparently, they are ripping that film to shreds because, as I said, it's an objectively bad movie, and people have been asking, you know, why why didn't you go into that in your review? And it's like, yeah, I could, but then I would be EFAP, and EFAP already exists, and I don't have the time that EFAP does to do those types of breakdowns, so I'm going to let them do it because we're very much on the same page on a lot of things. And uh, so, anyway, shout out to to EFAP for, for keeping things real. Uh, but thank you for being here. Snorri Poopus Cuber, what's going on? Thank you for being here. JWar123, what's going on? So the chat's starting to jump on me. So um, one or two comments may have been skipped for the intros. But Kaylee D, what's going on? Thank you very much for being in the chat. Stephanie is not feeling too well. So Stephanie, I don't know if you're still listening or not. Uh, but I did mention in the chat, hopefully you are resting. Please get some rest. FP Sunny, what's going on? How's it going? How is it going? Glad to see you back in the chat. We got Keck44. What is going on? Thank you very much for being here. Here in the Steadfast back as well. Hail to you here in the Steadfast. Thank you for joining once again. We got Laura Story. We got the winner, winner, chicken dinner. She actually just won the uh, John Wick 4K Steelbook Trilogy. All three films in one Steelbook on 4K. She was the winner because she is a uh, Patreon member. And if you are a member at the uh, Army of Asgard level and above, you are eligible for giveaways. And so she was able to win the trilogy on 4K Steelbook. So congratulations. And I'll try and get that out this week. By the way, also, a shout out to, I think it was uh, Jonathan Carney who won the Sicario 4K Steelbook. And I did get your message about that. And I'll send that out also sometime this week. Last week, obviously, has was crazy because of school. It was a very good week. It, it went very, very well. And uh, so far, students are solid, are great. Uh, I just love really being in the classroom and having the conversations that we have, even these like more intro and, 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 and like just starting things off before we get into the even deeper moral and philosophical questions, especially during this first semester, because we do moral theology in the first semester. I'm just really, really pumped uh, for that. But obviously, because of the chaos of that, haven't had really the time uh, to to get to the P.O. box or to send things out. So again, congratulations to Jonathan and also to Laura. Uh, Matthew Highland tagged to say, just got my pizza. Hail to you. Enjoy that pizza, good sir. Hopefully it is properly pepped because I've seen some some subpar peps shared on social media recently. I've also seen some pretty delicious looking pizzas as well. Uh, Evan S., what's going on, dude? Thank you for being here. Robbie Ray, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Andrew Hoyle, what's going on? He's a member. Says, at least your audio is better than your Dalek voice from last night's stream. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to me that 
in a studio as badass as as it is that there's issues with with getting audio fed in i don't know it's just weird because obviously I know that the more complex a system is, which obviously with the, all the legit cameras and legit audio systems and everything that they have going on there, you know, it's incredibly complex, especially compared to our systems. But it's just amazing to me that people on, you know, a webcam and with maybe a basic audio system can do a lot of the stuff with almost no issue whatsoever. But it's interesting just how the more complex your system is, the harder it is to do things that are actually more more on the simple side of things. I found that interesting. I think it was probably the biggest issue I imagine was trying to get the cameras to be able to switch to the audio or rather trying to switch to the uh, the computer side of it. The uh, what eventually we use with with the stream yards instead. Oh, let's see. 13th Warrior, what's going on? Thanks for being here. Phone Nemo over on DLive. What's going on, DLive fam? See, Laura says, I need to watch something tonight to have something to discuss tomorrow. The Gentleman or Wrath of Man? Gentleman. Uh, I think The Gentleman is the better of the two. They're both great. I prefer The Gentleman. I would definitely recommend to watch that for tomorrow. By the way, we are having our Chosen of Valhalla live stream tomorrow. Last week, we had to push it back because my voice was complete trash, and I wanted to have something going into my first week of school. (laughs) And so now that the voice is on the mend... And it seems that the salt water is doing well. And I was able to get through lectures this week and still have a voice. And actually, the voice got better. Uh, we should be good to go tomorrow. So if you want to hear the Chosen of Valhalla, people like Laura and Tina, who are in the chat right now, uh, Andrew Hoyle, maybe, be able to join us as well. And uh, yeah, a lot of others, hopefully, too. Uh, and I'll shout them out, of course, when I see them in the chat. Laura Story. Welcome, everyone, to the stream. Yes, indeed. And as y'all are entering in here on YouTube, make sure that you smash that like button, please. It really does mean a lot. Also, uh, you should be, if you're chatting, hopefully you're subscribed to the channel. And also, hopefully, uh, you uh, also have that bell notification turned on. That way, you know, every time a new video or live stream goes live on the channel. The one thing that you can count on with me, though, however, is that I am relatively consistent. I have scheduled times. I start on those times. And I think it's a lesson that some people could learn from me. (laughs) But I love those people anyway. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Andrew Hoyle. uh, He says, Antonio Banderas is Jason Statham as Dr. Evil in Automata. Interesting. That's odd. Robert Frey. Yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. Wish wish I could have been there too. Elizabeth Lyons was a member. What's going on, Elizabeth? Hope you're doing quite well. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. See, JM Cruz says, happy you're doing well, good sir. Awesome FNT episode yesterday. Well, thank you, JM Cruz. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, once I got on, <laughs> which, took, which, took a, which took a little while, when they finally remembered that literally I was like in the chat, hey guys, how about that link? Hey guys, what's going on? Now again, obviously, you know, Benefit of the doubt, I know that they were dealing with a lot, trying to get everything working, and even then, there were still some technical issues, and obviously, huge event, lots of moving parts and pieces in a studio that is not their own, trying to make it work for the typical FNT, uh, trying to make it feel like FNT as much as possible, so I know they were dealing with a lot, Uh, but yeah, it was a little sad being in the back the first like 10 minutes like, "Um, I'm here, but I I just don't have a link to join in yet. 
Let's see. Crisco says, uh, did you see the price tag for the two-night Star Wars hotel immersive experience? Even for Disney, it's crazy. I didn't. Uh, I want to say, didn't uh, didn't Jay cover that for Park Hoppin, I think? It was a video I wasn't able to watch because I, for that, I, I don't really, I'm not as intrigued by hotels because they're typically overpriced anyway, especially in those locations. Uh, let's see. Uh, CWD Trixie says, have watched some of Mahler and others cover the Suicide Squad, and they do like it, although the bar for DC movies is quite low. But I think that's where, for Mahler, based on what I had read and seen, was that he he liked it subjectively, but he completely understands that there are major objective issues, especially with the plot. And I think there's some super chat, or super chat that came in that I'll shout out in a second as well. Hopefully, I can highlight it on the screen. Elizabeth Lyons, who Elizabeth Lyons, who is a member, says, "Let's have one at your place, at my place, and at my house." Wife would never allow that. So, <laughs> man, Chattanooga area would be a really cool place to have a meetup, actually, because there's a lot of really cool things. It's it's a small city. It's like a small, big city. It's got the the city feel, but it, it's very, very small. And there's a lot of cool stuff to do. A lot of space as well. Yeah. I think that could probably end up uh, working. The issue, of course, there is that if I was to try and run that kind of thing, my anxiety would probably be going through the roof. Um, let us see. Raj H., always dropping in that thumbs up. Thank you very much for the super sticker. Thank you very much for the thumbs up super sticker. I very much appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Snorter Poop is Cuber, as a member, says, Orlando is about two hours for me, so I could drive for a day and not worry about hotel rooms. I just have to deal with the crowds. Yeah, exactly. Or That's the one issue with Orlando is that it's a major city. It's a big city. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So that that's one of the downsides to it. So maybe it'd be cool to try and have more of like a midway point or something outside of the you know Orlando city proper where you could have a lot of people without having to deal with, you know, crazy traffic or anything. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kind of throwing stuff out there. But yeah, I mean, for me, I think it'd be about an eight hour drive. So it's definitely still on the long side of a drive. I'm more used to doing the six hour, six and a half. And I can typically do those in just one, just need one gas fill up really on along the way. Cause I've, my car can get up to like 430, like 430 miles. Um, in, in a, a of range on the interstate and I could probably actually cut that number down a little bit too allegedly <laughs> there it is there it is Laura summer loving have me a blast there it is always let's see uh, Crisco says for me summer movie season starts in May and ends on Labor Day yeah yeah I mean that does make sense especially when you when you go past the lower schools and high school level and you go especially to college grad level a lot of those schools typically will start September I know I think it's a lot of schools in the north start in September as well high school and grammar school even too and across the country right everyone has the different start times there's even some schools in the country and across the world that are year-round where you you, know, you don't get a summer, you don't get a summer vacation. You get, you know, a, f- a couple weeks on or a few weeks on, a couple weeks off. Which I don't know. There there might be something to that, but something tells me. Uh, as a teacher, I love having the the two solid months off. So I wouldn't want it to change, but I can see how that could benefit uh, some people. 
Thursday Warrior says another thing about summer in the South. It's hot, so people stay inside more, hence increasing number of COOF cases. Uh, well, I, I think that the bigger thing is actually more so the rising number is because of people having to lock down and having all of these random mandates be put back in because people, to your point, would rather stay inside than go out and have to wear a mask. Like, I know that for me, if my option was stay at home with my family or go out to a restaurant, but I have to wear a mask the whole time or the vast majority of the time, I'm just going to eat in. I'm not going to deal with it. I know that one of the motiva- one of the motivating factors for Jeremy to drive from Florida to Nevada, that's a long drive. That's like 24 hours or so. The reason, one of the many reasons is because he didn't want to have to deal with the whole mask stuff on an airplane. You know, among other things, having control is another, another big factor for him too. And I, I feel this very same way because... There are flights, you know, speaking of Orlando, because it's it's just it's come up a lot in the streams, and that's why I have a feeling that there's going to be something in Orlando at some point. Again, I have no other information other than what's been put out in streams, but I know that I, there's like there's relatively cheap flights between Chattanooga and Orlando a couple times a week, but I would rather probably even save still some money driving the eight hours and not have to worry about a mask. And, and and based on everything that's going on right now, it doesn't look like anything is really ever going to change because there's going to always be some new variant. It's always going to have some ability to affect people vaccinated or not. There's going to be some new, you know, there's already this one study coming out of Japan, for instance, where there, there it's either the Lambda, it's called like the Lambda variant. And I don't know if it's one that's already in existence or if it's a projected variant, where basically the, the, the vaccine will be worthless against that variant. Now, again, I am not a scientist. I am not a doctor. So I want to make that out very clear, YouTube. Um, so please consult with your own physician. But it just, it honestly feels like it's just not going to end. And I know that that may not seem relevant, but especially talking about movies and box office and just life in general, this is going to have a major impact. I, I honestly, at this point, there, there's nothing about the next several months to next couple of years, that's going to indicate to me that theaters are going to be able to survive this because they're just going to be coming up with new things every time. Uh, let's see. Haas, what's going on, dude? Here's the issue with as though, it, even if as was like able to, or like, like had the desire and the drive to go see it. Here's the issue. He may not be allowed to leave the country and, or get into our country. Because of some of this con- of this nonsense going on, you have literally reports coming out that the current administration is talking about having some type of uh, a vaccine mandate for interstate travel. They're talking about it, according to some news reports, and and, and the reason why apparently they're not moving forward is because they don't think people would be ready for that. They don't think people would be would would want that. You think? If people are not even going to be happy with masks or in general for certain cities mandates, what makes you think that someone wants to have checkpoints on state borders somehow? It's just ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. And it's that nonsense that is going to make so many things that much more complicated for future meetups, unfortunately. And also for people like Az, who are trying to, you know, <laughs> potentially trying to get into the country. Bruce says, ah, snap, Father Chris is one of the, is in one of the vids. I watched a lot of them, but none 
of Quarter Blacks. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I don't know exactly how the Instagram streams work, if you can watch them later or not, but it was an Instagram live that I saw him in. Uh, Olivia's Lion says, how did you end up in Tennessee? Well, my wife and I had always wanted to get out of New Orleans. It just is is not... It's not a very good place to live. Unless you buy into the hype of New Orleans, it's not a good place to live. With the one exception being it's got one of the greatest uh, Catholic parishes there. St. Patrick's down in New Orleans. Best Catholic parish um, in that city. It's phenomenal. I miss it. If I could do anything, if I could change anything about where I am right now, it would be to pick up that parish and transport here. Because they were one of the few that was like, even amidst a lot of the lockdowns that all the bishops were having, they found a way to make sure that people had access to the sacraments, especially those that were most in need. And I just feel like that is something that is just so lost. Uh, J.M. Cruz says, they think it's still the summer of love. (laughs) Rob D then tagged to say, I remember that stream where you were hanging out with Jeremy, Anna, and Jesse was in the chat. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, that was a lot of fun. It was it was very nerve-wracking at first, especially when Jeremy left me in the car as he was trying to go find them because I didn't know where I was and I was already having some, some issues there, but... Evan S. says, I saw Free Guy twice. I really liked it. The quality of my local AMC is going downhill. They were rationing straws and have limited selection on food at the concession. No twi- Twizzlers, just Red Vines. Well, those are they're essentially the same thing. I don't care what anyone says. They're essentially the same thing. But uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I've not seen uh, Free Guy yet myself. I've, I've heard some good things. There are some people trying to say, oh, the box office is looking pretty good. I uh, may be better than what they had expected, but really not a whole lot else. Um... But yeah, anyway, Super Anime Gamer says, hey, what's going on, dude? Let's see. Laura says, if there's a G&G tour, uh, we are going to need t-shirts. Yes, absolutely, because that could be awesome. Um, and I would love to be able to give out some stuff, too. Andrew Hoyle says, we need our own Palooza Again, <laughs> I just don't feel like I'd be the one who would be best in charge of that because my anxiety would just... <laughs> <laughs> it would just it would just not go well. This lady says, I'm going to be watching Free Guy tonight at the theater. Hopefully it's fun. Hey, dude, have fun at the theater. Glad to hear that you're going to a theater. Rodrigo, what's going on, dude? Deus Volt, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, brother. Thank you for being in the chat, man. Hammond and Burger. The Suicide Squad, greater than unnecessary Canadian election resulting lockdown that will undoubtedly follow. Well, when you put it that way, it's 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 kind of hard not to say that one's not better than the other. But <laughs> Elizabeth Lyon says that they go back to school on Monday. Yeah, we went back last Monday. We've already had a full week of school. I am done with my first full week of school. It's 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 not common necessarily, but it is what it is. Marvy Dog, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh, let's see, Sahil, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh, Gundam is always funny. Uh, Gundam is always hilarious. Laura says, I sent you something by mistake along with the movie, so enjoy it. Well, thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. Um, I'm assuming it's another movie. Uh, <laughs> the fact that you said that I might enjoy it makes me think that it's not going to be some random thing that I would have no interest in. <laughs> oh, man. But thank you for that, Laura. I appreciate it. All right, here's that super chat. So, a story here, and it took me 15 minutes. But again, the chat was about to jump on me, and I wanted to be able to highlight it like this. So, here in the steadfast, thank you very much for the five Canadian dollar super chat. He says, EFAP liked the character development, but took issue with the plot. I think if we're talking about 
the character development of Ratcatcher 2, there's an argument to be made there. I do agree with that. I think an argument can be made about that character. Maybe even also with Idris Elba's character. Some of the other characters, though, I just don't think they're it's as good. But I'm glad that they are pointing out the fact that the plot has many, many major holes in it. And just other just issues in general. But thank you for that information. Uh, let's see. Evan S. says, The teen girl at the concession stand was wearing a rosary. I spoke to her in Latin, and she said she wasn't Christian. She made me mad. I suddenly wanted to go into a rant about cultural appropriation. Oh, no. Here's the thing. If you ever see anyone, Evan S., if you ever see anyone wearing a rosary, that should be a key indicator that they are probably, they're definitely not Catholic, and they're probably not even Christian. Because it is, it, it's a fashion trend in some circles. You'll see some people wearing rosaries around their neck. That is actually not a a faithful way to to uh, to treat that sacramental. You know, in the Catholic Church, that is what we call a sacramental. So it's not a sacrament. It's rather something that it can be a reminder of a sacrament and can be a very uh, strong spiritual. Uh, can lead to uh, some strong spiritual graces. Um, but I, I think that. That should have been kind of the first key there that they probably, one, wouldn't even be Catholic, and two, definitely would not know Latin. And in fact, that's the other issue, I think, too, is that I think that, <laughs> you know, when you look at the, the vast majority of Catholics today, if you were to say anything to them in Latin, like any common even expression of Latin, definitely would not even pick up on it. Because most people, unfortunately, don't even just don't even go to Latin Mass. Even they probably should. Three Moons was going on over on DLive. He put a hilarious gif of, it looks like Trump throwing hats and it knocking down uh, some <laughs> some political figures. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Let's see, Jeremy Swiggs says, you complete me. That being said, how are you and the family? Jeremy Swiggs, thank you very much, man. I'm doing fine. Uh, Baby Thor has been doing great. He's feeling a lot better. He's the one that got me sick um, over the past week. Uh, so he is doing a lot better. Had has had a weird schedule though, with just random things happening. Uh, and uh, yeah, Freya is also doing quite well. Alice McCarthy, what is going on? Says the biggest issue is Ryan being nice. Howdy, old, and how's it going? Yeah, it has been weird to see. It, it really has been weird to see Ryan being so nice to everybody. <laughs> and uh, I think one of the things that you know. It's it's sad that he has to be drunk to be nice. <laughs> there, there, I said it. It's one of the many reasons why I'm straight edge. Because to me, it's like when your intellect is darkened, and this this is more of a, a you know Catholic morality. But the reason why uh, in Catholicism we very much oppose uh, being drunk, you know, not drinking, but being drunk, is because whenever you darken the mind and you darken the intellect, you are inhibiting and you are limiting the quality that makes us unique as humans and yeah ne never been a big fan of that talking about uh, drunkenness at least griffin turbo what is going on thanks for being here tina b has the number on the uh, on the uh, hotel the disney hotel the star wars themed hotel says six thousand dollars Wait a minute. 6000 for two weeknights 
for a closet with a TV screen, no alcohol included, and it's Disney Star Wars trilogy. Oh, that's stupid. That's terrible. Why would anyone want to spend that money or even go there even for less than that? Seahaas also said the same thing. Uh, Govdig, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh, Rodrigo, thank you very much for being here, man. Uh, just put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment if you have a question uh, or a comment. But thank you very much for being here, man. Uh, let's see. Bruce tagged to say, I've watched The Suicide Squad twice so far and enjoyed it both times. Yes, always think in subjective terms when talking about movies I enjoy. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Still not a good movie, but hey, to each their own. Elizabeth Lyon says, I could not live without a summer vacation. Yeah, uh, yep. I think anyone who has ever been a teacher <laughs> will totally understand uh, for sure. Nathan hey, Slay says, it seems as if we're at a time where movies that are really big budget films, only chance at success are through making a box office losses through massive video sales. Here's the thing, though, is that in some cases, in a lot of these cases, in fact, it's it's untenable. It's almost impossible. It's it's almost impossible for them to be able it's almost impossible for them to be able to make it up even on home video because when you think about how much money is made from typical Blu-ray and 4K sales, you can make a decent amount of money. You're, you're not making, if you're at a $150 million loss, you're probably not making $150 million in, in video sales. So they're not even getting close to that. Uh, Brett Truby, what is going on? I don't have a GoFundMe. What do you mean all this live streaming? I stream twice a week. <laughs> on my channel, I stream twice a week. And then I do Friday Night Tights. And 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 I read and I read comments because my community is small and awesome. So you don't have to super chat or donate to have anything shouted out. I don't know. I feel like you made that comment without even knowing who I am, Brett. Maybe you should know who I am first. Maybe you should know who I am first. Uh the line says my son's high school just voted to not make mass mandatory. It's up to the kids. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, we we have right now for us, it's encouraged, but it's not required. And uh, I hope it stays that way. MTAC Shark, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh F F name L name. Thank you very much for the two dollar sus super chat. Says the rising number is by import. I'm just saying. That's part of the reason. That's part of the reason. However, to your point, it's part of the reason that isn't being talked about. Because there's obviously multiple reasons why. Because one big thing, and one of the reasons why <laughs> lockdowns don't work at all, in fact, it's even worse when you lock things down, is because when you have people next to each other constantly, guess what? We know that these viruses in general, you know, pass by aerosol. And if you're in a closed space with people for a long time and you're hanging out with them and they're your family or your close friends, guess what? There's a good chance that even if you have a common cold, that you're going to catch it from them. That's just the, the nature of the beast. Great example. My son goes to daycare. We all know that when kids go to daycare, they pretty much pick up anything and everything that they have there because they're in close proximity with all of their little friends and they're putting things in their mouth and they try and keep things as clean as possible. But hey, things happen. And then the parents, of course, are going to be in close proximity with their children. And if they're especially our loving parents, right, <laughs> they're going to be close to the children and they're going to, you know, hold them when they're crying and take care of their, again, obviously all the bodily fluids that are, you know, that you deal with as a parent, you know, these are all things that are going to 
have that chance and ability to to rise. So now imagine all of that stuff, but then also now you're having to stay in one location or you're having other people having to stay with you in one location or any other wide variety of things. Who, who would have wondered? But once again, to that point that you just made, we also have a crisis on the southern border for a wide variety of reasons. And one of the things that's happening is a bunch of people who are testing positive for the COOF are coming in, and guess what? They're just being let go. But no one talks about that. Again, both of those things are are reasons why we might be seeing this increase, but no one talks about one of them. I feel like both things need to be talked about, and they need to be talked about in a logically consistent way. Anyway, uh, Evan S. says, Let us remember St. Maximilian Colby. He accepted the two crowns that Our Lady gave him. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. And that's definitely something that I know I struggle with is sometimes allowing things of the world to have an impact on me when I know that in the end they they really shouldn't. When in the end, it is nothing but straw. As I think St. Thomas Aquinas said, everything else is but straw compared to everything else. Uh, let's see. M. Tak Shark, who is a member says, no change. Employers are generally requiring vaccine cards now and masks. Crazy talk. Not a doctor. Consult yours. Yada, yada. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, there's a really, there was a really awesome uh, video that someone put out on on TikTok and it was shared during a podcast that I was watching. And essentially is this woman going back and forth saying, you need to wear a mask. Why do I need to wear a mask? Because if you don't wear a mask, you're going to get me sick. And basically it's going back and forth about the logic behind having to, you know, being forced to get the vaccine and then also being forced to wear the mask and the lack of logic in both of those. And I know that some people might be wondering, like, how is that relevant to to movie talk and to box office talk? Because these have a direct number. These have a direct impact on these numbers. Because when you have theaters getting shut down or being limited or having mask mandates, which are going to, by proxy, limit the people that go to that theater... You're going to have an impact. It's going to have a major impact. It's going to lead to many people choosing to stay home. And we've seen this, this essentially this training happen where people have been trained to stay home. Uh, Lion says, my parish priest friend sent me a religious exemption. That's awesome. That's awesome. Again, uh, thank the Lord. I, I've not had to be put in that position yet, uh, but I do hope that local pastors, if, if we were in that position, would, would be able to do so. I, I have concerns because of some of the higher powers in, in my area, and that, that's all I'll really say about that, but I do have some concerns that they would try and basically, you know, uh, because one of the higher powers in my area was one of the persons that tried to somehow justify banning communion on the tongue, amongst other things, during that time. So that's why I'm. we're okay for now, but I remember how bad things really got over the last year and a half as far as from the Catholic faith, pers- uh, uh, Catholic faith perspective. So I, I'm definitely not, I'm not loosening up. I'm not letting my guard down because I know that, you know, some, some crazy stuff could be in the works. Let's uh, see, Thursday Warrior says, our Canada is starting to let people in if they are vaccinated. Again, there it is. And if this type of policy gets extended out to in our country and if things get worse and worse, because here's the thing, 
They know how far they can push people with people just rolling over and doing it. So what they're going to do, it's like the it's like the frog in the pot of water. They're going to turn up the they're going to turn up the temperature slowly. They're going to change things and add things on slowly and then eventually we're going to look back and say, "How the heck did we get here?" Because if you think this is where it's going to end, if you think that 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 uh, that COVID at some point is going to end, again, look to all of these different variants that we're dealing with and the impact that that's having. And then also, even if, even if and when COVID is is under control, it's just going to be something else. It, it's just going to be something else. Eventually, it's going to be, well, now that we know how important it is for the common good, right? we hear this a lot, right? The common good to have all of these things happen. Well, now, now we're ready to have a real discussion about climate change, about overpopulation. That, that is the direction that we're going. And if you don't think so, look at the last year and a half, look at where we were before, and look at where we are now. I think that is incredibly important to talk about. See, Laura says, the wife said last night patients had to lay on cots outside because they were out of space inside. Yeah, I mean, I know that there are certain areas and there's certain places that are seeing an increase, but I would like to know more of the data. I would like to know, in comparison to the last year and a half, are we seeing as many uh, serious symptoms? Like, like are, the, are the symptoms better or worse? Are, are we seeing more long-term damage or impact or not? Like, those are the types of things that I think should be brought out. I want the full scope. I want the full data. I don't want this cherry-picked, here's just cases or here's just deaths. I want all of that information because I think all of it is incredibly relevant. But we're not getting it because a narrative is clearly being spun. We know that stuff is going on, but the issue that I have is when you only give parts of the data and not all of it. Hopefully that makes sense. Elizabeth Lyons says that our district is so beautiful there. Yeah, and uh, I'm just not I'm just not a fan of that city. <laughs> just not. Snorpoopa says government is out of control. We need mandates against them since apparently the Constitution isn't enough. Yeah. Could you imagine if like a governor of a state or, or, or like a mayor of a small town or something just said we're going to we're going to put a government we're going to put a government ban no federal officials or federal policies are going to be allowed <laughs> that'd be interesting Sizer says these days i'm tempted to think humanity deserves to go to hand in a hack basket <laughs> seems like it's going there anyways yeah it pretty much is at this point i i think that is something that again I'm not a prepper by any means, but I think that we need to just start to consider, hey, are we ready for another food shortage? Remember that last year? Remember when we ran out of toilet paper and other things? It doesn't take that much for that kind of stuff to happen, for the supply chain to be disrupted. But I don't know if it's, I don't think it's going to happen in the same way. I think more and more people are starting to wake up to some of the more egregious and extreme measures and are being a lot more resistant to it, which I think is a very good thing. The question is, are enough going to be able to stand up to it? So that one, we can make sure that people who are sick get the help that they need. 
and that it's not just a one size fits all policy because that's just not how science works. <laughs> There's always many, many factors, but that's going to require us to ask the questions, have the conversations. Andrew Hoyle says, Dein COVID paper, bitte. Yes, papers, please. Can I have your papers, please? You cannot enter the country. You cannot enter the country. You cannot enter the state. It's pretty much what's going on in, in New York City. M. Shark, earlier I said the federal courts would shoot down the interstate limits quickly. Today I'm not so sure. Yeah, if they're not going to listen to a, or if they're not going to grant an injunction, Amy Coney Barrett, so called Catholic, for universities mandating this in order for students to go to school, why would they do that? Hammond and Berger, Twizzlers and Red Vines are the same thing. Heretic, they are. They are essentially the same thing at their core. Matthew Highland, pizza was delicious, my good sir. Glad that it was good. Delicious pizza is always important. Uh, Daniel Thorne, what is going on over on DLive? Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. See Bruce tagged to say, if you hear good things from people that have seen it, Free Guy just may be the movie that gets me back in the theater. Yeah, I mean, out of all the movies that have come out so far this year, uh, since theaters have really been back, it's not really that movie to me, based on what I've seen from it. But yeah, I mean, I'm all for people going to support movies at the theater. You know that. J.M. Cruz says, I have this show where I break down movies also and invite guests. People are engaging happy until I brought up that I think MCU Phase 4 is bad. Then they became combative and upset. Yes, that is what we would call someone who is obsessed and has uh, essentially has the rose-tinted glasses uh, problem where they can't see the issues that are in front of them. Daniel Thorne says, Suffering on last night, it was pretty good and a lot of fun. Glad to hear it, Daniel Thorne. Again, it has Ryan Reynolds in it, so I can't see or I don't see why it wouldn't be a fun film or doesn't have the capacity to be a fun movie. It's just I it doesn't look it really honestly, because it's one of my pet peeves, I, I, I have a concern about CGI in the movie. I have a concern if the CGI is gonna is gonna be problems for me. <laughs> Laura Story says King Shark put a lot of voice actors to shame in Suicide Squad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if anyone wants to know, <laughs> you know, if 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 Sylvester Stallone can sound like him but also not sound like him, then people like Freddie Prince Jr. have no excuse for for his voice work. <laughs> Nathan Slade says, summer season is very strange. For some it's longer, but for others it's shorter. I have to deal with the sadness of one of my best friends heading off to college on August 11th. Hey, man. It's about that time. Definitely about that time. Thursday Warrior says, what? I guess crosses uh, as a fashion statement is out because intolerance. So they had to switch to something else. So, or Yeah, it's just weird. It really is odd. It really is weird that they that they use these, I mean, it's not when you think about kind of like the influential nature of other things going on in their life, probably, but yeah. Uh, Padre, what's going on, dude? Says in serving many uh, Spanish speaking Catholics, many Latinos do wear rosaries around their necks and don't mean disrespect, by the way, happy vigil of the assumption. Thank you very much. Yeah. uh, Padre, uh, here's the thing though. Typically they will wear it underneath their clothing. Typically. 
from from what I've seen. And there is actually nothing wrong with that necessarily. And I'm not saying that anyone that does wear it in that way is trying to be offensive. Um, but I, I think that it is something that is definitely not as... It, it's something that is is more... I guess you could say it's bad form. To to use a quote from the great film Hook, it's bad form. It's bad Catholic form. Laura Story says, I cared more about Rat Girl than anyone in the sequel. Yeah, I, I think that she... She definitely had the most compelling character, and she, the actress, I thought, and I remember in my review, I said, if there's any positive thing I can totally stress in this movie, it's the acting. The acting is very good, and I think Ratcatcher 2, I think the actress that played that role was was quite good. Jam Cruz says, that wasn't Ryan, that was Brian Kennel. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. A very different kind of person, that's for sure. Uh, see, Thirsty Warriors says, uh, regarding uh, drinking, altered state of consciousness also leaves one open to attack by uh, by evil spirits. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you lower your guard in general, you leave yourself open, for sure. So I always tell to my students when they ask about these types of things, it's like if you leave a door cracked open, you know, when you practice things of the occult, for instance, you're cracking that door open. Well, if the door is cracked open, anything can come on in. Uh, Tyler Boshears, welcome to the chat. Uh, Tanya M, welcome to the chat as well. Remember, you have a comment or question that you want read aloud, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. Or if you are a member on the channel, one of the perks of being a member is that you don't have to do that. Rowdy says, I feel like the $6,000 Disney Hotel is a status thing. It's for people that take pride in saying, I paid $50,000 for this watch. That is 99.9% the same as this $150 one, so I'm better. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't pay that much if if you are actually <laughs> trying to go to a place for you to lay your head down and enjoy an experience. There are other places that you can go for much cheaper. General Wingster, what's going on, man? Uh, Matthew Highland, tagged to say, What are your thoughts on The Great Gatsby 2013? I have to watch that tonight for my Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio-thon. I wasn't a fan. I, I've i actually never read the book, surprisingly. It's a book that you almost, almost every person in high school has to read at some point. I, I got past that somehow. I got past that somehow. Um, but... Uh, seeing the movie, I just, I didn't like it at all. It was incredibly stylistic. And you know how I feel about movies that are just style over substance. That film adaptation is style over substance. Thursday Warrior says, one of the way looking at organizations' motivation is to examine the effects of their actions. Maybe film companies are actively trying to tank theaters. It's certainly what is happening. No, I, I think that is something that can absolutely be uh, speculated especially by the actions you see from Disney and, and Warner Brothers. I mean, these movies are failing miserably. But the fact remains, HBO, you know, Warner Brothers, even though all of these films that are coming out this year for them are massive flops, HBO Max is making a lot of money for them monthly. More than enough to make up for the money, the money that they're losing on these projects. I don't know exactly what the numbers would be for someone like Disney and Disney Plus, but one might be able to make a similar argument in a certain way uh, for them as well, for a lot of these streaming services. So I, I think that there's something to that because when these streaming services and when these studios are making these massive profits, 
you know, look at Disney stock, for instance. I personally think it's incredibly artificially high, but at the end of the day, it's, it's worth a lot of money. And, and so you look to that and you look to how they're not short on cash, it seems, even though there's some questions about the financials there. You then look to the theaters. And so you have the, these pushes happening to try and get people back in theaters, but then at the same time, they're undermining the theaters by offering these day-and-date releases and trying to make deals with them to make day-and-date releases available. And the studios are the ones that are left in the dust. The studios are the ones that are left screwed at the end of the day. So I think there's definitely something to that, for sure. Let's just say, studios are going to be around in the next five years. A lot of theaters are not. Uh, Matthew Highland says, I think the movie is a C or C plus. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave the film a C minus. So I, I think that it is a, did I give it a C minus? I gave it in the C or D range, but I would say it's not it's not more than a C, a C level movie. And the only reason why you can even go that high is because of the acting. But it's got nothing else going for it. Uh, Bruce says, how many times can they, insert company, lose hundreds of millions of dollars before layoffs, budget cuts, bankrupt? Again, it depends on if they are making up the money elsewhere. See, some people try and make that argument that I've just made a reason why the film is successful. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. We can say, and I can say, factually, that Jungle Cruise is a massive flop. That Black Widow lost money. That Shang-Chi is likely also going to be a massive financial flop while at the same time saying Disney proper as a company might still be in the black, might still be able to make the money back somehow, but it's not going to be from the movie specifically. When I do my box office breakdowns and when I talk about movies, I talk about what did that movie cost to make and how much did that movie individually make back. That's it. And no matter how much Warner Brothers is making from HBO Max or Disney's making from Disney Plus, cannot take out the fact that these individual films are not standing on their own. And eventually, over time, the studios are only going to be able to do that so many times. Eventually, those numbers in the red are going to catch up. Because eventually, not only are you going to have the films continue to lose money, but people are going to start to say, okay, they're not giving us anything worth anything anymore so now let's leave the um let's leave the streaming service let's leave x y or z you know all right let's see left cross what's going on uh thank you very much for being here let's see elizabeth Lyons tagged and said hospitals here are nothing people who go to the R as COOF positive if they have not had the jab when they show up. So hospitals here are nothing people who... Okay. People here who go to the ER as COOF positive if they have not... Oh, so is it more so that if they show up as positive that they're just sent in there? They're just kept in there even if they're not showing symptoms? Is that what you were trying to say, Elizabeth? I was a little confused on that. Uh, Thursday Warrior says, I've just finished a study on Ecclesiastes. All is vanity. Nice, dude. Very cool. Yeah, with my juniors, we go through the Gospel of Matthew. So we, I finished it with my, my with all my classes this week, Matthew chapter 1, which is the genealogy. And it's always just so much fun to, to hear students try to pronounce the various names in the genealogy. 
because there's some doozies in there. Uh, there's Aminadab, uh, Zerubbabel, there's Shiatil as well. Oh, there's 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 others in there too, and they're just it's again just seeing the way they try to, to they try to make it work. It's it's just fantastic. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Bifrodahab, what's up, dude? Tag to say. Uh, respect the Aretha Franklin story was not good. It was boring, poor acting and rushed. Jennifer Hudson was great. You, you know what? I kind of felt that from the trailer, to be honest, because when I saw the trailer, I was like, when did they make this movie? It was so random. So it seems like they just were like, we need to make an Aretha movie. Jennifer Hudson, you're great. You did Dream Girls and you have a talented voice. And she she is incredibly talented. She has a great singing voice. And I'm sure she's great as Aretha especially the singing part. But everything else about the trailer, I was just like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I'm sad to hear that, uh, <laughs> that it's not very good, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. See, Matthew Highland tagged to say, the Olympic variant will soon be a thing. There will be a variant for the rest of our lives, I feel. And that's the thing, is that even if and when this stuff goes away, there will be something new. As I said, if people continue to lie down and just let this stuff happen and let people railroad over them, eventually when it does go away, when they can no longer, you know, convince people essentially, then it becomes, oh, remember all the good stuff that we did for this? Well, now we got to focus on other issues. Now we need to talk about climate change. Now we need to talk about overpopulation. If if we allow them to force us to take a vaccination for an illness, a virus that has a 99.999% survival rate for the vast majority of people. Keep that in mind. And again, I am not a doctor, YouTube, but I'm just putting out factual information there. But if that is something that is allowed to be made mandatory in order to live your life, what is to stop them from saying, uh, you have too many children. We have too many kids in the world. You can't have any more kids. You might think that sounds crazy, but if you think that sounds crazy, how do you not think forcing people to get a vaccine for a virus that is, percentage-wise, only slightly more deadly than the flu? I don't know. I just that's, that's the way my mind works, and I would not be surprised if, if, if that starts to be suggested in the next 10 years. Great reset stuff, man. I'm telling you. But do please always consult with your doctor. Always. Dolores Ed, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Thank you for being here. Inferior back in the chat as well. Grandmaster Yoda, what's going on? Tag to say, did you know Disney removed the scene in Captain Marvel where she crushed the biker's hand from Disney Plus? I did not. Interesting. So they're censoring even their newer films for violence, I guess. Uh, Andrew Hoyle, yes, the grades are good. Andrew Hoyle, I know you know that movie. Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz. Now that is a fantastic movie. If you want a great comedy, that's the one. Thursday Warrior says, I read a story that Pfizer is now saying people need a third shot. Yep, it'll be a third, a fourth. And again, uh, one place in Japan has said that the Lambda variant or at some point a variant is going to be resistant. And then guess what? Oh, now you need a new one. And again, if we start to push away from that, as I said, we, we, we got to start pushing back on especially these mandates. That's, I think, the biggest thing 
And the reason why is because if this, if and when this stuff starts to go away and the focus starts to shift, it's going to it's going to shift to something else. It's going to shift to something else. And if we've allowed ourselves already, if we've already, you know, you know, laid over and just allowed uh, ourselves to be walked all over, do not be surprised when things that were once thought to be insane start to be pushed down. By the way, thank you all again for being here, the 66 people watching. I know there's probably a lot of streams going on tonight. I know also that there's a lot of people who are still either in Vegas or traveling away from Vegas. So, again, thank you all for choosing to be here in my Asgardian community. We have a lot of fun. Daniel Thorne says, with the jam mandates coming into theaters, I don't think Shang-Chi will make uh, the kind of history Simulu wants it to make. Yeah, Daniel Thorne, dude, uh, Shang-Chi just has so many problems. It's an unknown it's an unknown entity to that vast majority of people. So even hardcore fans, they may be the ones to go see it, but even hardcore fans now are kind of split. They're like, eh, I don't really know. So it's got that going against it. It's coming out during a time when a lot of people again are really pushing this fear-mongering, right? Of, oh man, this this new variant, I'm telling you, this new variant. And you have people shutting things down, trying to shut things down, trying to force people to do things, which <laughs> inevitably is going to shut things down. It's it's almost like they're doing the same thing with a different tactic. Instead of shutting down small businesses, what are they doing? They're saying, oh, you can go to that small business, but only if you can provide this proof. Which means the business, theoretically, in order to stay open, would themselves have to provide that proof as well. And if you don't see tyranny from that... I don't know what else will make you see that. If you don't see tyranny in a vaccine passport or in anything as far as these mandates are concerned, I, I don't know what else is going to wake you up to that fact. I really don't. If you're not seeing it at this point, I don't know if you ever will. And it scares me that there are people out there that are still blindly just taking in everything, every single thing, not questioning anything not looking at the the bigger picture specifically with the mandates you know because i can understand anyone i can understand anyone having concerns over over health because for some people this is going to be a very important thing just like if there was a flu outbreak if it was just flu season there are people every year during flu season who get concerned because they know that there are things even if it's not common even if it's rare there's the reason to be concerned. So I'm never going to go after anyone who has a who has a reasonable concern over health-related information for themselves or for their loved ones. But when you have governments and when you have you know private entities even trying to force people to do things against their own wishes in a lot of ways and also in a way that does not respect their own health choices, that that's a problem. And it's going to lead to a lot of other big problems as well. Anyway. Let's see, uh, Laura's story. It's going to have a big impact on theaters too. Again, imagine New York City. You have this mandate put on in New York City they're, that they're trying to and they're about to roll out where you have to be able to prove vaccination to go into any business. How are they going to enforce that? Well, first off, the first thing, the first line is, oh, this business, y'all need to prove in order to stay open, that y'all have all been vaccinated. 
And then what? Are they going to have police officers? Are they going to just fine people? Are they going to have undercover police officers to make sure that everyone's having their information checked? Like, again, this is insanity, and yet it's happening. It's happening. And if you don't think the current administration is not going to try and do something on a national level in some way or form, I, I don't know what's going to else. I don't, I don't know what's the going to wake you up at this point. I really don't. Laura says the problem with this new wave is ton of nurses and respiratory techs are changing jobs until this is over. Yeah. That's the other thing too, Laura, right? Is that maybe it's, it's perceived to be worse than what it is because people are not, <laughs> are dropping out of the industry. And so it is actually worse because even though the numbers, you know, before, right, if these numbers were happening in the very beginning, they would have been manageable because you would have had the numbers. Now you don't because people are like, I'm done. I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Gary Banjo Sandwich, what's going on, dude? Says, you, Tom, and Az may be the only ones on FNT after Vegas. <laughs> no, seriously, right? I hope everyone makes it back safe. <laughs> um, and yeah, hopefully they, they have their voices, too, uh, for this Friday. I think Gary's going to be fine. As much as I make fun of Gary as, as you know, the boomer that he is, he, he knows how to take care of himself. And a big part of that is Mrs. Nerdronic. Shout out to Mrs. Nerdronic. She is a rock star. Uh, Thirdly Warrior says, Idaho made pizza tonight and tried something I learned in Philly. Sprinkle a little garlic powder on it. Yummy. Ooh, yeah, garlic powder is great. Yeah, dude, when, when you go to a pizza place and you got all the different fixings that you can put on, yeah, sometimes you just put a little bit of that Parmesan cheese on there. It's pretty good. All right, it is 7.45 in the chat. It is 8.04 in real life. I am 20 minutes behind exactly, as I said. 20 minutes behind. Let's see. Gub Dig, what's going on? Says, have you ever checked out Anthony Brian Logan's channel? You guys seem to have a lot in common. No, I've actually never heard of it. Is that the name of the channel or does it have another name? Uh, Tina B says, how about a movie about a war about tomorrow with a squad that's suicide triggered yet? I'm evil. I can't help it. How dare you mention two of the worst films to come out this year in my presence? Thursday Warrior <laughs> says, Owen has more likes than people watching at 645. A true mark of quality. Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Well, I figure a lot of people come in, drop a like, and he got stuff to do. It's a Saturday evening. I understand it. But I appreciate the people that hang out with me. Uh, Mance Mala says, are you more excited for movies or the changes in the landscape of wrestling over the next three months? Ooh, so probably still movies because they've always been my passion. But let me just say this. I'm getting back into AEW because I'm hearing a lot of things about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and pretty much everyone that's been laid off from from <laughs> from WWE. Um they're going to be stacked. If they pick up every single one of those persons, they are going to be stacked. Uh, I know apparently uh, Rampage was awesome last night. Unfortunately, one of the uh, uh, finals was spoiled for me. But yeah, I'm in the process where sometime tonight, um, right now we have Fubo TV because we've been watching, uh, my wife and I have been really obsessed with the show Face Off, uh, which is like this makeup show. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, and we've been watching it. It's been entertaining for us. And so Fubo TV allowed us to watch it, but I think if I get Hulu, there might be the ability to watch the show there too, um, if the, with the Hulu TV at least. And with Hulu TV, they also then would have TBS, TNT, and then I could start to actually uh, get those shows recorded because, yeah, I, I kind of want to dive into AEW full force at this point to be able to be ready for the upcoming pay-per-views in Chicago 
and the upcoming events in Chicago as well. Because, oh man, yeah, I, I think that a lot more excitement there, I would say. The good question, Lance. Uh, let's see, J.M. Cruz says here, any thoughts on R.I.P.D., the movie featured old ghostwriter Deadpool? J.M. Cruz, you know I hate that movie. It's one of my least favorite films ever made. So boring, fell asleep so quickly. And just every moment I was awake was just awful. Uh, Sajan says, so sober, I, uh, so sober Ryan is the evil twin and drunk Brian is the good one? I guess so, man. I guess so. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Steph, Steph, you should be resting right now. Steph, what are you doing? Says, nothing is getting at, in at my house. This is my boomstick uh, regarding the occult. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. Uh, let's see. Evan S., Tag to say, in the rule of Benedict, I'm allowed a half a liter of wine a day as a monk. Again, yeah, there's, as I said, just to clarify that point that I was making, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with alcohol. It's the excess that is problematic. Not even just morally, but even just, even just rationally. Uh, Bruce says, back in the 1990s, I went to Disney World twice. Guess which time I, guess which time I enjoyed the most. Am I supposed to be catching a reference there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming the first time? <laughs> or was it the second time? I guess it depends on you and who you went with. Thursday Warriors said, I was on a kick of staying in hotels when I traveled for a while. It led to some interesting places, like a place that had a sign on a trash can in the hall telling people not to urinate in it. Oh, man. Because here's the thing. Anytime that you see an instruction on an item or on a, a food item or on a toy it has to be there because someone at some time tried it either because of a lawsuit or just because of a recurring issue and i love that so not just you mentioned hotels i always love reading that stuff i always love reading even like in commercials when you have like the text that they clearly don't want anyone to see Anytime that kind of stuff happens, I always love reading it because you realize someone actually tried this at some point. Someone actually thought that they could do this at some point. Um, and uh, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, that means that someone actually tried to urinate or did urinate uh, in a trash can. So much so that they had to put a warning up. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love that stuff. Daniel Thorne says, uh, with how hot and humid it gets in the south, how can you say summer season doesn't continue into August? Well, <laughs> that's a good point. Daniel Thorne, that's a very, very good point. The reason why is because school starts. Boom. Logic. You've just been logicked. <laughs> father, what's going on? Father says, hail Chad, I'm trying to watch this on my flight. Well, good luck with that, Father. I know that that Wi-Fi isn't always great. See, Left Cross Dad say, how much money did Black Widow make? On Wikipedia, it says it made over $300 million, and that seems very high. Right now, it's up to $350 million worldwide, uh, and that is just counting the box office numbers. The film needs to have made, I think, north of $450, though, to have broken even because of the $200 million production budget, which means it costs uh, rather $350 million to... Sorry, no, $300 million to make minimum because of delays. It could have been more. And they only get 60% of the box office. So that 350, they only get 60% of it. So as you can see, they, they still got some money to make and they're not likely going to do it. But yeah, that's worldwide total right there. Oh, father's excited. Father got a hug from Ryan. I like how he says, can, can, nail, can nail, kennel, 
<laughs> father, what father, you had some <laughs> father, did you get some did you get lost in some of the wine? He says, Kennel, of course, he was drunk. Ah, I gotcha. He's on a plane heading to Denver. Well, safe flights, father. A safe flight to you. Hopefully it is a smooth flight as well. Nathan Slate says a song that I like to sing about Disney's box office flops. Da 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 another one. Uh oh. Da da da. Another I don't know if that works rhythmically, but another movie bites the dust. Bum, bum, bum. Another movie bites the dust. Another one, da, another one, da, another one bites the dust. Great song. Daniel Thorne, great band too, uh, says, If people sneak into expensive hotels and stay in rooms that are empty because it's too pricey, will the same happen at Disney Hotel? Probably not because <laughs> if there's one thing they have, it's, it's probably pretty good security. I want to say... Uh, Jay has done a lot of coverage of that. I remember in the early days of park hopping, he was like walking around and he, I think he got kicked out at one point. <laughs> Elizabeth Lyons says, sorry, I meant they are calling people as COOF positive, therefore raising the number of positive COOF cases. Okay. Uh, of people who are not or are. Joey's movie blog. What's up, dude? I, I teach junior, uh, the last several years I've taught junior level theology. So Catholic theology, um, it's it's called religion at the school, but it's essentially theology. So it's Catholic theology, study of God, and the subjects I do are in the spring, or rather in the fall, we do moral theology, we do morality, which is a lot of fun, because we start off with God's existence, and then because we start out, you got to start with the lawgiver before you can get to the law. We have to establish that at the very least, a divine lawgiver is plausible, even if Again, this, you know, most students would have an acceptance, but not all. But again, at least that it's plausible, it's possible. And then from there, we can say, okay, now that we've established this, we can then go into what the laws are, because you have to have a lawgiver and have a law. So that's kind of the logic that I do for my first semester. And then second semester is all of the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church, which not nearly as fun, but still good conversation. Let's see here. Father says, well, I'm not able to get a video stream, stupid airplane Wi-Fi. Well, see, Father, maybe if you try the, maybe the DLive stream, maybe it's a smaller smaller bit rate over there. I don't know. See, Forever Sci-Fi says, unfortunately, the Pope is on the Great Reset. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, if you look to a lot of recent actions, there is definitely some correlations to be had there, for sure. Absolutely. It is, and it's incredibly sad. It really is. And I think one of the things that's a big sign of that is how he's going after these traditional communities because who are the ones that have been most resistant to lockdowns and mandates? The traditional communities, the Orthodox communities. So it's not surprising at all that that's the group that he and others in the Vatican are trying to target. Slicer, I saw that you tried to tag me here. He says, I thought the scene where Brie crushes the uh, Don's tiny hand, who could that be referencing, was a deleted scene. I thought it was in the movie. Again, I've only seen it the one time. <laughs> I, I own it because I think Bruce was the one who sent me two copies. So I actually own Captain Marvel because Bruce and Bruce was clever about this, too. He made sure to get it secondhand through eBay. So he didn't give Disney a dime. But I remember I remember when uh, that came in because, yeah, on one stream, I literally just crushed like literally took the blu-ray and anyone that's a collector knows even for a bad movie how hard that is because it's still like you know there's just something about there's just something about like the case 
right and the disc and everything it's just like there's something special about it um so yeah on a stream i think i was on a stream with jeremy and this was a couple years ago i think and i remember just like literally putting it into a ball like crushing it and then i mailed it to him so somewhere i I don't know if he ever got it or if he threw it away but at one point jeremy had a copy of captain marvel but it was totally destroyed and so the second one i have is because especially when we were talking about it a lot because it was still uh, very much relevant in our discussions, I would always just hold it up so I could throw it over my head. It was a fun uh, throwing film. And I want to say Bruce sent me uh, those two. Shout out to you, Bruce, once again. And again, thank you also for uh, Automata. By the way, thank you all for those super chats. I'm going to get to them once they pop up in the chat so that way I can highlight them and give y'all the attention that y'all so deserve. Super says, what's your opinion on schools mandating vaccines for children and how does that compare to mandating the COVID vaccine in adults? Not trying to take a side or anything like that. Both are evil. Both are intrinsically evil. To force someone to take a vaccine, as I said, regardless of your thoughts of the vaccine, by the way, because I'm not going to even go there because obviously morally I have issues with it because the only ones currently available have all been tainted by, by abortion. Every single one. That that's why morally I I have my issues. But when it comes to forcing someone to take it, here's the issue that I have. If you're forcing someone to take something, whether they're an adult or a child, for a virus that has, as I've mentioned, statistically a ninety nine point nine nine percent survival rate, I'm sorry, but there is no logic in the world that you can use to justify that action. There's none. I'm more than willing to have discussions about, okay, let's talk about long-term effects, not deaths, but maybe long-term effects and impacts. I think that's the discussion that we should have. But if the only thing the media and the government is going to talk about is cases and deaths, well, then that's unfortunately where we have to fight them on it. Because if they want to talk about other instincts, if they want to talk about other things... But they don't. They don't. Because the more context you get, the less fear that exists. And that's all they care about is fear. Because fear equals control. Jam Cruz says, Shang-Chi's fires back at Shapik for saying that the movie is an experiment. They know this will fall fail, especially it's allegedly barred from being shown in China. Yeah, and it, obviously that is something too where, you know, it's interesting that this film was made for China. Specifically, this movie was made for and pandered to China and it's likely not even going to get a release they're still in talks they're they're, like that kind of stuff can be changed on a dime so that's why anyone's saying that it's it's not getting released there officially as of right now it's not but something can always happen and change but it's just amazing to me that this film which was totally made for china is not going to get a release there which means that this film is going to flop because it's not it's not made to appeal to anything what disney thought was that they would make typical mcu money Typical unknown property MCU money from all their markets, and that they would make massive amounts from China. Now they're not gonna they're gonna make you know subpar numbers from everything else, and then no money from China, so they have nothing to, that they can use to spin. And that's why I honestly think either the film's gonna be pushed or they're gonna put it out on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, Huron, thank you very much for the ten Canadian dollar super chat. Uh, he says Australia just issued stay at home order. Increased police control, uh, roadblocks, 
Any person not following orders will be fined $5,000 and any businesses will be shut down starting Monday. Yep. And yeah, happening in Australia. Happening in Australia. It's happening, people. It's happening. It's happening even in American cities. Not to that extent yet, but even just on the surface, even just at the start of it, you're talking here about businesses being shut down, people being shut down from being able to live their life. I mean, again, it's not about, they don't care about health. If they cared about health, you would be hearing them talk not just, here's the interesting thing too, right? All they talk about with this is a vaccine. Why don't they talk about working out, eating healthy, um, certain things that can help you boost your immune system to help you fight not just this, but anything? Why? Well, because that clearly shows and clearly reveals that they don't give a damn about the health aspect of this. They don't. It's about the control. They want the control. They don't want the control to go away. And as I said, once this moves on in some capacity, it will be something else. Now that they know that there is a way for them to instill enough fear in enough people and enough people will listen, it's going to be something else at some point. But yeah, here in the steadfast, it is happening. It's not down the road. It's happening right now. Common Sense Collective, welcome to the channel. Thank you very much for being in the chat. Again, if you have a comment or question, please put at Odin the very beauty of your comment unless you are a member on the channel. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says the Delta Tau Chi variant. See if anyone gets that reference. I don't. I obviously don't. It must be an 80s movie. <laughs> it must be a reference to an 80s movie because that's the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> Let's see. Gubdig, what's going on? Says, do you think the book of Revelation, uh, by the way, correction, it's Revelation, not Revelations. There's just one Revelation. Uh, correlates with the current events. No, um, I don't. And, and the reason why is because book of Revelation is what we would call an apocalyptic work. Not because it's an end of the world work, but apocalyptic just means it's a highly symbolic work meant to give um, hope to a persecuted people. Just like the book of Daniel is also an apocalypse of the Old Testament. So we look to this book, and obviously there's things that we can take away from it for sure, but I, tip, you know, I always go back to the words of Christ. You will not know the hour. You will not know the hour. I think that what we need to do is instead of trying to try to read the tea leaves and, and read the signs of the times and, and try and, and go down that route, instead we just need to realize it could be any time. Any time. So let's just make sure that we are in the best place that we can be, that we're being the best person that we can be, and that we're ready. Because guess what? It can happen at any time. It's not just about the tomorrow war <laughs> or the end of tomorrow. It's it's specifically about the fact that we can at any moment. So let's ask him, wasn't there word of Disney buying WWE? I heard someone mention that. I've not read the article myself, so I can't say that for sure. Uh, F name, L name. Thank you very much for being here. And thank you for the $5 Sasa super chat. He says here, got no uh, norovirus the one time I had face comply at the doctor. Double juice co-worker got Chinese surprise. Doesn't know where, how. Wait, what? <laughs> that was a little, that was a little confusing. <laughs> um, but I'm assuming that someone got it even though they were complying. So yeah. Well, that was the other thing too, is, is that, 
if you look at some studies that are, that have been done on on things like mask, you you realize that yeah, people act as if they are a guaranteed stopper of any and all problems, and it's just not really the case. Uh, Father, what's going on? Uh, by the way, just another red shirt. Thank you for being in the chat. Uh, he says. Uh, I, I wasted dollars on a few minutes of plain Wi-Fi and can chat but can't hear. Father, I'm so sorry. You spent money on that? Never spend money on plain Wi-Fi. Always try to find... There's normally like some random deals that happen, but plain Wi-Fi you got to pay for, it's never going to be worth it. It's just never going to be worth it. Andrew Hoyle, who's a member, says, The first time I ever went to Disney was in the 90s, too. I was at the time Universal Studios had the Back to the Future ride. Still to this day, my favorite attraction. Oh, my gosh. Andrew Hoyle, dude. We're on the same wavelength. That was also one of my all-time favorite rides. When they announced that they were shutting it down to make way for a Simpsons ride, I was crushed. Simpsons ride, it's, it's, it's fun because it's the same concept, but it's not as good. It's nowhere near. It's nowhere near as good as what the Back to the Future ride was. The great thing, though, is there are videos of the ride, of all of the, the videos that played during the queue, and it just just watching them, you're like, this is so much fun. It was, a, it was such a great continuation. Such a great continuation. Uh, F name, L name. Uh, Heimdall is a bot, so he, he won't be able to respond to you. Uh, but I am on Locals. Yeah, if you check the links in the description of the video, the top link is one where it's w.lo. It's, it's my Willow link, as I call it. And basically, it will bring you to links to all of my social medias, all of the places that you can follow me or support me if you want. And yeah, check those out. Third Warrior says, it was a hostel and had rooms both with and without toilet rooms. They were shared toilets for those without. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Let's see. Snortapoop is Cuba, who's a member, says, I was having flashbacks watching one of the live streams. I have a bunch of police friends constantly buying me drinks years ago at a retirement party for a police academy instructor. Wobble Bear. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone who's never been drunk in my life. I, I just, yeah, I just don't see the appeal. Don't see the appeal. I wouldn't want to not have full control of my inhibitions and ah, just doesn't make sense to me. Daniel Thorne over on DLive, though. My voice is not fully 100%, but <clears throat> I'll try my best, Daniel Thorne, because you did donate, and this is one of the things you get when you donate this over on uh, DLive. So, uh, Daniel Thorne, thank you very much for the ice cream donation. Oof, I got it out somehow. I don't know how I got it out, but I did. <laughs> Thank you for the ice cream, man. I appreciate it. Make sure that y'all smash that like button, please. We got the R. Thank you very much for the $5 super chat. He says, say no to modernism. Amen, brother. Amen. Modernism is a heresy. And it has infiltrated our time and our faith. Daniel Thorne, Ryan Reynolds confirmed Disney wants a Free Guys sequel. I think Disney missed the whole point of what happened in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but I imagine that's probably the case. And it's interesting because, yeah, don't ever forget, if you like this movie, keep in mind, Disney did not make this movie. This was 20th Century Fox. This is one of the last holdovers from the 20th Century Fox deal. So Disney had very little to do with this movie. Maybe that's why people are enjoying it. Maybe this is why the film is actually good. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see, Evan S. Tag to say, 
She is Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel is a dude. Yeah, very true. All right, we are getting close to the end, so please slow down in the chat if you would. It would really mean a lot, as we do try to end the show right around 8.30 p.m., because, as I mentioned at the beginning, I am on a schedule. Elizabeth Lyons agreed. Thank you. Appreciate it. J.M. Cruz agreed. Hashtag let Odin play a Mardi Kart. Yeah, you see, and that's one of the things that's heartbreaking to me is that, you know, watching some of these videos, you know, it's been awesome to watch everyone interacting, but it's so it's so clear that, you know, everyone is just so so close to each other. And I, I just do feel that I I don't have that same closeness. I don't have that same type of relationship. And I I obviously it's because of, you know, I I live a very different life. You know, I have a full day job. I'm I was full-time dadding over the summer. You know, family time is very important, and I'm never going to regret that at all. But yeah, it would just be nice, I think, um, and I've, I've mentioned it before here, and I also have mentioned it in, in, in our chats as well, trying to see if we can get the streams earlier. But I would love to do, whether it's a Mario Kart stream or anything, I would love to stream with everybody. I would love just to be able to hang out with them and talk with them, even if it's just over Discord or anything like that. Because uh, it's, it's fun. It really is. And... Yeah, so yeah, to say to say that I am a little sad to have missed out on this, like yeah, I I am a bit sad, but I don't regret being here my first week of school because, as I said, I love my job. There's a reason why I teach. You don't do it for the money. <laughs> you definitely never do it for that. Um, you do it because you love it. You do it because it's your calling. You do it because it's your passion, and it is. But at the same time, I I would really like to be able to to have those kinds of moments with them because I feel like I'm I feel like I'm I feel like I'm missing out on or certain things with the group and I don't want to because they're they're a good group of people. Uh, Nick Nero, yes, they are indeed Solo's dice. They're they're Han's dice more specifically. So thank you. All right, I will definitely be getting to these last Super Chats. Thank you all again so very much for the people who have been donating and, and, and Super Chatting. Uh, by the way, Is Draft Productions, since this does not pop up in the chat for me to highlight, Is Draft Productions, five minutes ago, thank you for the $10 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs. Says, for Asgard and my Lord Odin. Thank you, Is Draft Productions. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you for the support. Uh, Chuck Finley, welcome to the chat. Snorta Poop is Cuber who is a member, says, it's amazing to see how these people have forgotten about their favorite mantra from times past, my body, my choice. It is interesting, right? It is interesting. Especially when, in that case, biologically speaking, it is a different entity altogether. Biologically. (laughs) Chromosomally. (laughs) At the deepest level, it is a completely different and unique person. But when it comes to an actual person's body... And what goes into it, isn't it amazing? The hypocrisy and the level of hypocrisy. Uh, let's see here as we are wrapping things up. Uh, Burst Angel, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Elizabeth Lyons says, thank you, Odin. Drives me nuts to hear revelations. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's like, nope, there's just the one revelation. <laughs> Not multiple. Thursday Warriors says a Kaiser Family Foundation poll found a majority of parents with kids between 12 and 17 oppose vaccine mandates in schools. Biggest majority is against Republicans and African Americans. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, some some of the lowest numbers uh, of those, as far as vaccinations are concerned, are actually from the African American community. And when you understand history, you know why. If you know anything about history, you know why you would have some distrust between the African American community and the scientific medical community. You would know why. But of course, we know that the people pushing these things are of the same mindset and of the same ilk as those who would have been a part of those other <laughs> things in the past. James Cruz says, this might be an OMB Reports question, but why don't people open up their eyes on what's happening? Uh, government does vaccine mandates, but still lock us down like animals in a zoo. It's already insane. I think people are waking up, dude. And that's just the thing is that I think that as governors, mayors, or even the president try to roll out any type of actual official mandate with actual consequences, if, if one doesn't, I think you're going to have a lot of people stand up. I really do. The issue is that we really haven't had that too much too much at this point, as far as especially as, as the vaccine mandate necessarily. Um but it's, it's happening. I think it is going to be growing. General Wingster uh, <laughs> says here, I got some revelations to address your revelation on revelation, revelation. Damn you. I hate you so much. General Wingster, I hate you. Um, someone I don't hate, though, is not another dime. Just sent a $10 super chat. No message. Not another dime. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for that uh, very generous donation, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Philly the Hobbit, thank you for the lemon donation over on uh, D Live, appreciate the D Live fam. D Live, thank y'all for hanging out today. Appreciate it. Um, let's go ahead and uh, see Joey Horn. Joey Horn, dude, thank you so very much for the twenty dollars super chat. Sasa super chat. No uh, message attached to it, but hey, Joey Horn, thank you for that super chat. I appreciate it. You're awesome. All right, we are getting close to being. Caught up with the chat. Thank you all again for slowing down. Always appreciate that. Jam Cruz, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. You rock. Uh, Bifford the Hobbit. Thank you for the donation. Yeah. Bifford the Hobbit, thank you for the $10 donation via Streamlabs. Bifford the Hobbit, thank you for that Streamlabs donation. YouTube, don't get none of that Streamlabs donation. Uh, he just says, thanks, Odin. Bifford the Hobbit, thank you, good sir. You are awesome. Thank you so very much. Uh, I think I just have a couple of comments left. So Elizabeth Lyons says, according to Biden, it was the Tuskegee Airmen. He is an idiot. <laughs> you see, I think that's being mean because to be honest, I, I think that he just, I think he is going through, clearly going through some type of dementia or some type of dementia equivalent and it is sad. Despite my thoughts about policy, despite my thoughts about personality, issues with um, hypocrisy and faith, he's, at the end of the day, a human being. Something I always struggle with myself. You know, something that I always struggle with myself is just to remember the fact that even these people that I have several issues and concerns with, you know, at the end of the day, that they're humans. That's why all I can do is pray for his conversion. Uh, pray for um, his ability to wake up. Pray for people across the country to start waking up as well. Not just to him and not just to the current administration, but to all of this stuff happening at all of the local levels across the country. And I hope and pray that people will be able to start to wake up and to do something and to be able to resist the nonsense of everything that's happening 
right now. And I think it is going to happen. And hopefully it leads to a point where, especially tying it back to the main topics tonight, because again, I, I like going on these types of tangents because they are still relevant. They are important topics that don't get talked about enough because YouTube shuts down people who have official titles in their videos on these topics talking about these things. But these still do connect to box office numbers and to movies because these are going to impact the future kinds of films that we're going to get, how much money is put into them, and also what kind of world that we are going to see in the next 10 years, especially in the world of cinema. But anyway, that is time for me, everybody. So again, thank you all very much for being so supportive tonight. Again, I know that there is a lot of things that you could be doing on a Saturday night, a lot of streams that you could be watching, and just a a lot of places that you could be, like in Vegas right now with the entire crew. And I appreciate the fact that you have uh, decided to spend uh, even just this last hour and a half with me. Tomorrow, everybody, we are going to be having the Chosen of Valhalla live stream. So again, Chosen of Valhalla live stream, 1 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, a little earlier than usual. Um, And it should be a lot of fun. Tina, the Empress of the Universe, will be there. um, And she will be talking about the movies that she has been watching. Laura, I saw in the chat earlier, so she will be there as well. Um, Also, typically, we got Mr. Roy over there. We got Rosetta Allen over there. We got ZK Man, who joins us as well. And... uh, and yeah, there's others too that are members of the Chosen of Valhalla live stream, and sometimes they sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't show up. So we'll see. You know, it's it's always an open invitation for for those people who are at that level. Um, and if you're listening to this right now, and maybe you <laughs> are not in the Discord chat for some reason, or or missed that message on Twitter, you know, obviously contact me and let me know. And yes, I just saw this in the chat. Uh, blessed feast of you know, we are right now tonight is the vigil of the feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So tomorrow is the official feast of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and so um, obviously, uh, you know, we keep in mind this feast and. We pray for her intercession, especially during this time, this time of craziness and madness. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves that there is something above and beyond us. And sometimes we just need to try and as much as we want to try and control things, as much as we want to try and, and, and shake people to wake them up, sometimes one of the only ways that we can have an impact is, is, by, is by bringing things and letting things rather go into the hands of something that is greater. So thank you for that reminder in the chat. And again, I know that everyone in here is Catholic. I know that there are a few that are. And again, I do, I do appreciate y'all who who support me, uh, whether, you know, whether you're Catholic or not. Again, you are all members of the Asgardian family, and I love you all, and I keep you all in my prayers. And so with that, everybody, thank you again. You guys are freaking amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. I am going now to enjoy... A nice bowl of ice cream. It's going to be delicious. Of course, cookies and cream. One of the best. Anyway, to the members, to the subscribers, and of course, to the best mods in the business, Tina and Steph, thank you, as always. You guys are amazing. Have a wonderful day. And, okay, since you said it's Snorter Poop is absolutely ice cream donation, had to go a little lower tone there. Um, <laughs> anyway, have a wonderful day. And as always, everybody, God bless. And now for a huge shout-out to all of my August locals, Patreon, and subscribe star members. Starting off with my locals crew, Cats App, The Real It, D Sharp, Bifford the Hobbit, 
Robert Barnes, and Goblin Squatch. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on Locals. And now on to my Patreon members, Andrew Hoyle, Brian P., Christopher Bowman, Dion, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damien Cook, Garrett Searles, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Lance, Laura, the Modern Major General's story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you very much for supporting me over on Patreon. And lastly, to my subscribe star peeps, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, and Man. And a shout-out to one new member, Hannibal Grimm. Thank you all very much for supporting me on Subscribestar, and to everyone for supporting me on these platforms. Also, a shout-out to all of my YouTube members. You get shout-out at the end of every single live stream. And if you want to have your name shouted out at the end of every live stream and every video, please check out my Locals Patreon Subscribestar. Uh, and you can go ahead and find those links in the top link of this description. You can find it's called the Willow link, and it'll have a list to literally all of the social media platforms and all of the different ways that you can support the channel. If you join at the $1 level, you can actually get your name shouted out at the end of every single video and live stream. $5 level gives you that plus you get access to exclusive giveaways of 4k titles right now i've got tons of 4k steelbooks to give away this month including for top gun i also have a quiet place part two I have Snatch on 4K, the John Wick Trilogy on 4K, and also I have a Sicario 4K disc as well, and a bunch of others that are going to be coming in this month too. So if you want to have access to any of those types of exclusive giveaways, join at the Army of Asgard level. At the $10 level, the Keeper of the Bifrost level, you get all of that, plus you get access to exclusive behind-the-scenes videos, including instant reactions when I go to see movies. I do quick little filmings of myself and talk about the films that I have seen and my instant reactions to that. You also get access to an exclusive podcast that I do with John on the flick pick flickinger once or twice a month and you get to also ask us any question that you want we put a Q&A post up and you get to ask us what whatever it is that you want to ask so again if that sounds cool to you Keeper of the Bifrost level. And lastly, there is the Chosen of Valhalla level, where you get all that stuff plus in your first month as a Chosen of Valhalla member you get a free t-shirt your choice. Ship it anywhere in the world. And also you get to once a month be featured on the OMB Reviews channel and you get to Talk with me. We usually chill out for three to four hours, and I like ask everyone what they've been watching, what they want to talk about, what they want to promote, and it's always a really good time. And so if that sounds interesting to you, please consider joining. Uh, that is going to be on Subscribestar and on Patreon only, as Locals is just the keeper of the Bifrost level. But anyway, thank you all very much for your time, for your support, and for listening to this shout-out video. You're all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.